Yo, what's going on? Welcome back to the Disruptive Doctrine Podcast. This one of your hosts, Eddie E here, just bringing a quick intro into this part two of our mini-series, Extreme Makeover Soul Edition. We hope you've been blessed and encouraged by the discussion so far. Get ready, strap in. We're about to dive into part two of Extreme Makeover Soul Edition. God bless you, and let's get to it. So right there, God is saying it's not about physical, it's about spiritual. So what I want to dive into now is what behaviors can be passed on through Mm, nature, nurture, and epigenetics. Mm, Come on. The Holy Spirit led me to Galatians 5 verses 19 through 21. Come on. We talk all the time about it through the Spirit. But he said, but pay attention to the, the, the desires of the flesh. What kind of behaviors through a spiritual sense that is then manifested through the physical? Because remember, our physical body is guided by our soul. But our soul receives instructions from the spirit. So your soul's ability to manifest its desires through the flesh is mm-hmm. decided by which spirit you're listening to. Come. <laughs> if I'm in the car seat, I'm in the driver's seat, but I have a GPS. When the GPS tells me when to turn, I have two options. I can do what the GPS says and end up in my correct destination, or I can do the opposite and end up completely lost. So <laughs> that's another basic we uh, understanding that we need to know is our body is just our soul's way of expressing itself. Mm. So when we're talking about these literal behaviors that science is now saying that these things, addiction can be 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 transmitted through epigenetics. It's, it's not that it's through the physical body. It's a much deeper spiritual sense. So Galatians five, the list starts with sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, what did Gideon's dad build? Oh, idol. Oh. Sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, dissension, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and, and other sins like these. Let me tell you again, as I have before, that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. So <laughs> these are all traits. That based on the bloodline, your environment, your nurture, will 100% be passed on from generation to generation. So these are the things that can be passed on. Now, how are they transmitted? There's a couple ways that these behaviors are passed on from generation to generation. The first, and to me... Probably the one that hits home the most are words. Mm. Proverbs eighteen twenty one mm. says the tongue can Preach bring death. The the tongue can bring death or life. Those who love to talk will reap the consequences. Oh come on! Proverbs come on. fifteen fourteen: gentle words are a tree of life, life. Yes. and a deceitful tongue crushes the spirit. Matthew five verses twenty one and twenty two says. 
you're familiar with the command do, uh, to the ancients, do not murder. I'm telling you that anyone who is so much as angry with a brother or sister is guilty of murder. murder. Come on. Carelessly <laughs> call a brother idiot, and you just might find yourself hauled into court. Thoughtlessly yell stupid at a sister, and you are on the brink of hellfire. The simple moral fact is that words kill. Yo. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will not. That's a lie. Lie from the pit of hell. You know what? Mm. And here's the, the thing. Hell. And here's the thing. And this is how it kills them. So if we're talking about, but how can words physically kill you? Why do we keep on thinking it's a physical thing? When Jesus is saying there that words can kill, it's if you speak death to your child mm. in the spiritual realm, you've those given, words have legal, now attached. You've given legal access. Epigenetics have now attached itself to the DNA of that child. Yep. So if you spoke a characteristic over your child, mm. then the why part of the... Act, why you act so stupid in 20, 30 years later? I'm just kissing. I'm stupid. That's all it is. I'm mm. just stupid. So mm. earlier, like I said, this, this is the thing where, you know, we see friends, family, co-workers, children, and, and, and they're acting a certain way. And then we're like, oh, I wonder why they're like that. And then the parents are fighting on whose fault it is. Oh, they got that from your side of the family. And then, and then what happens? Oh, my gosh. Let me tell you something. I went through a really bad. My parents went through a nasty divorce as a kid. Um, macho. I'm not going to get emotional now because macho <laughs> was the one for me personally as my older cousin. He was, a, he was essentially my big brother because I'm a twin. So me and my brother were are the same age and we were going through it at the same time. But Eddie was literally like my rock besides Christ, obviously. But the point is <clears throat> that during those years, I would hear this conversation. And I know that a lot of you are going to relate to this. Mm. It's they got it from your side of the family. No, they got it side of your family. So now we're already mm. speaking that. But then it escalates. No, it's from your family because your sister is a beep, 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 beep. Oh, yeah. Well, your mom is a beep, 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 Yeah, but your grandpa. So now we're just condemning. So now we're just condemning multiple generations. Come on. Come on. Come on. Instead of calling it out. So now we're condemning past generation. We're condemning past and present at the same time because now we're solidifying. Because if your grandfather's still alive and you're having an argument in your home and you start condemning his name, now that's going to travel in the spiritual realm and solidify itself even more. Hmm. So you're condemning the past generation, but your hmm. children hear you. Hmm. So now that's attaching to them at the same time. Hmm. You're ruining generations hmm. through words, which is why the Bible says later when we talk about being born again, that is through the what? That we are saved. Through the blood. Through the word, through the word, through the word. The, yeah. the blood does the act, but it starts with hearing of the, the word. word. Okay, so that that's one of the the most basically one of the most powerful ways and the easiest ways to transmit this is just simply Words. watch what you're speaking. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, I think it was uh, James. Have it was not, either James or Titus that? that says that the the tongue is the smallest part, but does the most the damage. Most damage right? Okay. And so have I not learned that myself in my personal life? 
convey that right now. Oh like, my gosh, dude. Let's just be real. Let's just be real. Yeah, I because have. we seen, we just I've seen the fruit of my tongue's uh seeds just come about and it's it's the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, patience kindness, goodness, goodness faith, and gentleness, and self-control. You don't have self-control. You're just speaking death to everyone. Everybody's catching strings. Tell you something. Look, look. This 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 day and age, church people are driving around without brakes on. Let me tell you right now. That oh, brake bro. line is cut. <laughs> yesterday, yesterday I dropped so they trying to pump that brake. If you're a new listener, um, I'm a pastor in South Carolina, and yesterday, uh, I let a word loose. And when the Bible says, talking about false prophets and false teachers, that they're just a bunch of empty wells come on. with no ability to hold water. Come on. I'm like, man, you know what's really sad is that we're, people come to church looking for water of life, and all they find is a bunch of empty wells. Mm. Because they're not being filled with the correct word. They're being filled with words, and they're speaking words. Yo, instead of finding canteens of, of, of living water, they're finding coffins of empty. But if you know, it's not even canteen because here's the thing. Oh, my goodness. In uh, Jeremiah, it talks about cisterns. Yep. Come on. There's a difference between a cistern and a well. A cistern is shallow and can only be filled manually, oh, man. but a well is connected directly to the fountain. Directly to the, it doesn't need, okay. Anyways, the point is, <laughs> watch what you're saying. Stop, stop killing your children. Stop killing your, your, your spiritual life, your physical Everything. life. Your, your finances, your, your miracles. Mm. Come on, this day and age, people. Bro, we 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 aren't aren't around in this day. No, it's just that we keep on canceling them with our work. Come on, (laughs) but how can we cancel God's will? Oh, one hundred percent, you can, because God is a God of life. So if you speak death, disconnected. You have given legal ramification and access to the spirit world. What in the future we're gonna have to do um the the kingdom legal system Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because there's rules. Yeah. Oh, come on. The second way, and probably it's not the easiest, but it's definitely the most popular way to transmit this. Sex. Can we, can we talk like adults? Let's talk about sex, baby. <clears throat> Let's talk about sex. Let's do it. We're adults here. Genesis. And chap- this is a taboo subject. That the oh, my gosh. Yeah. They're gonna, oh, my gosh. They said sex. Yes. We're talking about sex. We're talking about one night stands. We're talking about hooking up. We're Please. talking about. Mm. Addictions in pornography, addictions oh, 100%. in 100% self gratification and masturbation. Listen, here's 100%. Our, here's our disclaimer. If you've got little eye, little ears, show them the leaf. Yeah. Come back later. <laughs> Genesis 2. Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib and he brought her to the man. At last the man exclaimed, This one is bone from my bone and flesh from my flesh. She will be called woman because she was taken from man. This explains why a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife, and the two are united into one. Bone from my bone and flesh from my flesh. What is contained, Dr. Eddie, <laughs> in bone and flesh? DNA. DNA. Mm-hmm. DNA. DNA. Our molecular so, structure. Before, uh, okay, let me read this first first. And then we're going to talk about one night stands. We're going to talk about body counts. We're going to talk about society. We're going to talk about race because there's a lot of things I'm about to. It's about to get real controversial real quick. Deuteronomy chapter seven. When the Lord, your God, brings you into the land you are about to enter and occupy, he will clear away many nations ahead of you. The Hittites, the Girgashites, Amorites, Canaanites, Perizzites, Hivites, Jebusites, 
These seven nations are greater and more numerous than you. And when the Lord your God hands these nations over to you and you conquer them, you must completely destroy them. Make no treaties with them and show them no mercy. Step number one, you must not intermarry with them. Mm, come on. Step number two, do not let your daughters and sons marry their sons and daughters, for they will lead your children away from me to worship other gods. Why is God saying, do not let your children marry them? Because bloodlines become matter. mixed. They matter. Here, here comes not, the canon. Here, listen, no. we're not we're not talking about interracial mixing or oh, interracial no. marriage. There's nope, no nope. scriptural bias that says that one race needs to stay with her. That's, that's because there's only that, one race. It's, it's a human, human race. race that God created. Yeah, exactly. So what we're talking about is an, an a, a people that was very strongholded in in their iniquities, mixing with people that were supposed to be separated by correct. God for God. Which and later on in the chapter it says, "I chose you to be pure." But here's the thing. <clears throat> don't let your children marry theirs okay so th this this is a list of topics that this is uncovers number one premarital sex mm. what so many people po but why can't i have mm. sex before i get married i i need no. to <laughs> i need to test i need to test run the carb to make sure yeah, you gotta I, test drive it well guess you what if it. you know that okay. if you know the creator you know who made the car you don't need a test run. oh come come on Come on. When I recently bought, I had a Hyundai Santa Fe. Uh, I'm, I drive 45 minutes to church. And as much as I need the space, we switch it for an Elantra hybrid because I get 50 miles to the gallon. I didn't test drive the car. I've been driving a Hyundai. I already know the manufacturer. I love the manufacturer. So I said, I don't have to test drive it because I already know who the manufacturer is. I've been driving a Hyundai for years. So just let's switch and I'm out because I got to go. So if you know the manufacturers, you don't have to test drive the car. I already mm, know it's a good product. Come on. So here's the thing. Oh, but but premarital. Okay, let me explain to you guys what happens when you have sex. And this now brings in the topic of soul ties. Oh, soul ties are not biblical. Yes, they yes, are. Because they why are. would God not want two different bloodlines to mix? I started off with the verse in Genesis because it says the two become one. So everything that is attached to the bloodline of your sexual partner. When you have intercourse, everything that she has, you now have. So I've taken a course called the uh, Conquer Series. And in it, it is a purity course that talks about for men, a uh, Christian purity course for men. And it talks about that. And they break down the actual physical aspect of what's going on. See, there's, there's a chemical called oxytocin that is released in a mother when she gives birth. It's the highest dump of, of, of oxytocin that's given in the mother's uh, body when she uh, connects that skin-to-skin -skin contact with the, the newborn, okay? That is the feel-good hormone, but it's also known as the attachment hormone, okay? Stay, stay with me. His eyes just popped out of his head. Stay with me. It's, it's also known as the attachment hormone, okay? In a man, norepinephrine is released during, again, we're talking- Ejaculation. We're, yeah, during ejaculation. We're talking like adults here. During the ejaculation process. That is called the monogamy hormone. So there's the attraction hormone in the women, and then the monogamy hormone in the men. So God designed it to where 
once a man and a woman release physically with each other in the act of sex, she has attraction towards him and he becomes, he doesn't settle. He becomes complacent with the fact that this is the one I want. Oh my goodness. So now we throw in the mix of free love and my body's my, my, my body, my choice. Come on. Oh, <laughs> and, it, and these one night stands and now you've attached yourself. To all you've these released, different women. You've released all these emotions and these uh, endorphins and all these other <clears throat> chemicals that are doing the job they're supposed to in the spirit realm and the physical realm. And you're wondering why you can't get over this person. Well, not only this, so check this out in the epigenetic study. One one thing that God is calling you, people. Answer the phone when God calls. Listen. <laughs> um, in the study that of the TED Talk I was listening, they also discovered that there are two points in someone's life where epigenetics is most prevalent. In the womb. Mm-hmm. But then the second most prevalent is purity. Mm-hmm. So... Whatever, what I, in my notes, I'm calling epi markers, whatever transmitted behaviors through epigenetics are attached to the DNA of the male or female at the time of puberty, the studies show that it gets imprinted in the DNA of the semen. Because remember, puberty is, we're about to start producing semen. Right. In the female, it's, we're going to start producing eggs. Reproduction. So whatever is a, is still attached at that time. It is now permanently ingrained in the, D- the, the DNA of the semen. And it, so I even thought about this in God's grace and mercy. God said, you know what? Because I know bloodline is real and I know epige- I'm going to give you guys about 12, 10 to 12 years to fix the mistakes in case you mess up in the beginning of parenting. Because since there's no guidebook, you're going to make mistakes. You're going to say things over your children that you might regret. But until puberty hits, you still have a chance to submit yourself to me. Remove the damage that you did. So by the time they enter puberty, they are not now victims of transmission. But why me, God? Why me? Why me? You know what? I asked myself the same question. I'm 37 years old. I was raised in the church, born Boy, in the church. You you, listen, but you look good. Listen you're here, you're listen young here, looking. Listen you, here, hey, listen wait, hey. 37 years of me living, living life, going through the motions. I'm going to go ahead and be honest with you. Going through the mo- playing church. Oh, bro. 100%. Playing church, That's okay? the ep- mm, never mind. <laughs> playing church. Why me? I came to that point last year when I said, God, why me? Why is it that I have to deal with this? Why is it that I... And then I started looking into my bloodline, bro. I started looking into our past. I started looking into the past of our grandfather before he was saved and even afterwards and everything and they started looking into the bloodlines past that and and the markers of you know addictions that were there the markers of physical addictions that were there yes. spiritual now that i know the spiritual addictions that were there that that were were ignited and caused by trauma in my life that led to a 26 year pornography addiction i'm yeah. gonna be real uh, a 20 being in the church again preaching playing music mm-hmm. teaching married and yet i'm over here running off looking at magazines and porn porn and looking up websites and and here's and the that's thing. in my past because last like i said last year 
God can change in an instant, and and, and God, bro, be use real. An instant. God, Let's be real, bro. God, God slammed me real, around. Man. God, God slammed me around last year, like like um, the Hulk did to uh, <laughs> oh to, uh, <laughs> to uh, Loki. Loki. <laughs> he, he's legit, and you know what? I thank God for it. Why? Because I needed it. Because some of us are stubborn. Yo, some of some of y'all out there are like me. Because just like the wheat, you needed to be you needed to be thrashed. Oh, come on. And you know what? Why me? Because if not me, the ones behind me might not be strong enough. The ones in front of me clearly weren't strong enough. And you know what? Man up. At this point, man up. And what else? What, and what else and the thing is, like, for instance, like, there's a lot of it in our family. So I'm going to be so vulnerable in exposing myself. And, and we're, not a, we're not ashamed of talking about stuff that we've been through in our because we grew up together. So every, a lot of my and Eddie's childhood is connected. <clears throat> every single man in my father's side of the family, every single one of them are divorced. Mm. Every single one of them. Every single one of them lost their marriages due to cheating. Mm. My, great, my grandfather in Puerto Rico was a womanizer. My uncle in Puerto Rico, womanizer. He left. He was a chaplain in the army. That man, when he first converted, on record, multiple witnesses tell me the same thing. The Holy Ghost fell over him to the point where for seven days straight, he could not speak English. He was only able to speak tongues. Mm, Come on. He cheated on his wife, married a Jehovah's Witness, and has Mm. not set foot into a church since. Mm, Come on. Because not only does Satan attack bloodlines, he pays attention to genealogy. Come on now. He pays mm. attention to the words that God speaks over people. Come on now. Because he, you don't think that Satan is studying bloodlines too? Why do you think the Bible goes so deep into the genealogy of Jesus? Bro, Satan might not know he the future. Follow, but he knows but the he bloodline. Knows poten- potential. He knows and he, he follows it. the bloodline. Mm. He follows it. Mm. He follows it. He tracks it like a hunting dog. I need to follow the trail because at the end, if I don't interrupt the bloodline, I'm over with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Th- this is not to 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 brag about my family. This is not to brag about like Eddie, or, but this is just God ordained over our lives where we talk about it all the time. We know what we're called for. Amen. We were prophesied. At a young age in Carroll City, Florida, in a beat down house where we were holding church at the time because we were building a new temple. I mean, when I say beat down house, it like was if, if you sneezed and it, it was, too hard, it you were ragged. afraid that it was going to fall down. And we're talking about, you know, a bunch of charismatics in there. Ba- bunch of Pentecostals jumping in the floorboards. They're like speaking bouncing. in tongues so it don't break. <laughs> and there was a night. Yeah, I remember. Randy Johnson. Yeah, Pastor Randy Johnson. Was there for the old school Caribbean Pentecostals. We all know who Randy Johnson is. Never met the man in our life. Me, Eddie, my brother Mikey. And my brother Sam. And Eddie's my cousin Sammy, Macho's brother. All four of us were present. And we were all sitting in different places. Yeah, we weren't. We weren't even sitting next to each other. So if you didn't know who we were, you had no idea we were a family because we were not sitting next to each other. 
God called us out all for the man stopped mid sermon just abruptly. I'm sitting here in one corner. He looks right at me and says, Louis Cruz, come to the front. Edwin Flores, come to the front. Sammy Flores, come to the front. He looks at Mikey on the piano, come to the front. He stopped mid-sermon abruptly, called us up to the front, and said that Louis and Eddie were called to the pastoral ministry. Even though like, I, I, I'm, I'm being so real right now, and I'm looking at Eddie as I'm saying this. It, guys, we're not saying this just to talk about it. Like We're living this. Eddie is going through this in a in a way that you guys can't even begin to comprehend. That's that's and my brother Mikey and Sammy were called to be evangelists and through their music. Mm -hmm. When God puts a word over a bloodline, Satan hears it. Satan hears hears it. it. How? And they want to break it down because in disrupting it causes the stop in the flow of the purpose of God, which is what? Spiritual moving, blood clots. Mo- oh. My goodness. Church is in a place where we're throwing clots and we're, we're throwing strokes and heart attacks and we're wondering why the church is so decrepit, relying on so many resources and so many other things. And yes, I know you guys are listening to our podcast, but what did we say on the first one? Always reference this through the Bible. Always reference it through the Bible. Anything and everything you hear, reference it through the Bible, and yet they're more they're more focused on, you know, Dogma. over the co- over the counter products of of dogmatic beliefs and 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 legalism and this that and the third instead of focusing on, hey, how about we change our spiritual diet so we can change the epigenetic code in our churches so that we can start living a healthier Christian cardiovascular life and stop oh, and stop yeah. killing people bro it's crazy how the church has become a slaughterhouse instead of a hospital mm, good lord the that's church another, has that's another that's another topic for another pod bro the church has become a morgue <laughs> instead of mm. the er mm. where trauma is addressed where mm. people are healed yeah there might be some limbs that might have to be removed because mm. they're damaged beyond repair physically Better is it to walk into the kingdom of heaven without your eye than to be to save it and to go to hell. Come on, come on, come on, keep, come on, keep, keep, come on, man, keep rolling, keep rolling. So we're gonna be splitting this up into a two-part series, three-part series. Um, and what attacks me, what what hurts me the most is. The church needs to revisit and readdress, relearn what is the gospel. How can church behavior, church mindset, how can it be modified and changed and readdressed? How can we go back and visit points? Because we can't be afraid to admit that we were wrong. We have to. There's, there, there's no other way of achieving forgiveness and rebuilding if you don't go back. Hello, go back back to the beginning of what we're talking about in the show. They would scope out the home first and check out all the problem areas and address them first. Break everything down, remove the old to then have a brand new platform to start building new. And so, And... The problem is the the problem is the church is trying to place uh, plaster putty on on old foundation 
Oh, why don't you uh, prove that by the Bible, um, Brother Eddie? Yeah, sure. You know what the scripture says about new wine and old wineskins, mm. right? <laughs> old wineskins cannot hold new wine. They weren't ready. Why? why do you... Because it expands. And once the wineskin has expanded to its max, it begins to deteriorate. Well, not only that, what, what, did, what was Jesus? One of Jesus's most famous sermons was, you have heard the law of Moses, but I say, you have heard the law of Moses, but, but I, I say, say, you have heard the law of Moses, but I, say, but I say. Why? Because Jesus was the perfection of the law. And now he had to expand it. Come on. Come on. This is awesome. This is awesome. So we're going to go ahead and, and drop this for this section right here. But definitely stay tuned, y'all. This next portion is going to be really, really good. Uh, we're going to keep going with the con the kingdom concepts. Uh, we're still, still going to be under the uh, Extreme Makeover Home Edition miniseries uh, title. But definitely come on back. Uh, like, share, subscribe, spread, do all the things. I'm technologically inept, but my if you go got to this, yeah, so. <laughs> if you go to the YouTube or the Podbean, wherever you're listening to, in the descriptions, you're gonna have a link or our link tree. Link tree has everything that is related to the podcast. It has our Facebook, it has our Instagram, it has our YouTube, our Apple, all the links in one place. Um, there's a section there if you want to bless the podcast and donate. Through PayPal or Venmo, you this is can... this is not for money. This is not no. for whatever. If I was actually going to say that, if 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 you so feel to share this information, give it to people that that that's what it's for. If you so feel the the, the that you want to reach out to us, talk to us. If we have the answers, we'll give them to you. If we don't, we'll find them. We'll research with you. We'll pray with you as best we can. We're just simple. We're just. We're we're doing this just like you guys are right now until the Lord opens the Lord doors. Comes. We're literally just two guys sitting in my bedroom, huddled next to each other, to talk to you guys until the Lord provides a more permanent space. So we're not we're not some like showboating guy. No, we're literally just two humble dudes that love the Lord and said, you know what? Let's just start speaking our truth. Um. So I'm gonna ask Brother Eddie to to end a prayer now. Stay tuned because. We're going to be talking about in next week's episode what it means to be born again, mm. but we're going to attach it to the specific angle of predestination. Mm. Specifically, mm. Uh, how did you describe it? Come on, how did uh, you? Oh, uh, you threw. We're you going threw, to blow the top we're off. Blow, we're busting the top off of Calvinism, where people say, "Well, we're predestined to sin." Well, we're going to be blowing mm. the top off of that because Jesus added a switch. That's right. So we're going to be discussing Stay next week to the what it truly means. <laughs> what it really means to be born again. Um, but Brother Eddie, go ahead and, and finish us off in prayer. Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you. We honor you, Father God. We give you glory and honor for everything you are, Father God, everything you have been in our life, Father God. We thank you, Lord, because you are magnificent. You are worthy, Father God. Again, there's no words, Father God. There's just, it's so infinitesimal, your, your presence and your, your power, Lord, over us, Jesus, that we can't even describe it, Father God. Even the best scholars have tried, Heavenly Father, and they still just they fall short, Father God. We ask you, Lord, right now, we give you glory and honor. We thank you, Lord. And we ask you, Lord, to bless each and every one of the listeners, Father God, in this family, in this podcast family, Lord. We ask you 
to bless us individually, Father God. Bless us holistically as a church, Father God. Open doors, Lord Jesus. Use this word, Father God, as seed, Father God, in ripe soil, Lord Jesus, in good soil, Lord. If we offend anyone in what we say, Father God, we're not trying to offend, Father God, and we're not asking forgiveness for what we say, Lord, being led by the Holy Spirit. What we're asking, Lord, Father God, is that the physical emotions be controlled, Heavenly Father, and be seen, Father God, as medicine and not malice, Lord, Heavenly Father. We ask, Lord Jesus, that this reaches the souls and it breaks down through the tendon and the bone and the marrows, dividing, Father God, just like a two-edged sword, as your word says, Father God, completely liberating people, Father God, with what experiences we have and, we, and knowledge that we know. Through the revelation of your Holy Spirit, Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord. We give you glory and honor. We declare disruptive doctrine family blessed and highly favored they are blessed as they come in as they bless they are blessed as they go out lord and we welcome them back next time on, on the, the disruptive, disruptive doctrine, doctrine podcast everyone this is pastor lewis i just wanted to get on here for a quick moment and remind you guys about all the different platforms that are episodes are available on if you go on our podbean you can go on apple Podcasts or on our youtube channel you're gonna see a link for linktree and it has all the different platforms that we are available on it has a link where if you want to make a monetary donation and sow a seed into this ministry you can uh so i just wanted to share that with you guys don't forget to follow us like subscribe turn on the notifications we want to make sure that you guys are made aware once we drop new episodes. So just if you've enjoyed what you've heard so far, if this podcast has been a blessing to your life up until this moment, we number one, ask for your prayers and we ask that you to follow, like and subscribe uh, our, our podcast and all the different platforms that we are available. And if you guys have any questions, you can send us an email at disruptive doctrine at gmail.com. God bless everyone.